world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So I, the teaser for this week's show, I talked about uh, the video teaser. It's not about entitlement anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. It's about hierarchy. Oh, yeah. Um, AOC going to Florida and partying maskless at a drag queen competition. <laughs> and uh, Eric Swalwell going to Florida from California <laughs> and partying maskless while both of those states are 100% locked down yep. and Murphy going to Costa Rica with his entire family while New Jersey has huge cases of Omicron and the entire state is locked down. And guess what? His wife came back, tested positive for Omicron. Oh, surprise, surprise. So, so <clears throat> it's about hierarchy now. And I've been talking about the three tiers forever. Oh, yeah. All right. And if it, this doesn't show in your face that when they're in front of their constituents, they're bashing Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis and he's killing people and people are going massless. And where do they go for vacation? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. The very places that they tell us if we go, we are going to die. Right. Because they're the only ones that are open and thriving. Well, remember, they're also the only ones smart enough. Remember, intelligent enough. Like the people that went to Obama's uh, party. Oh, well, that's They true. didn't have to wear yeah. masks. The servants well, did. That, yeah. But that, you know, they were, it was a much higher caliber, much more intelligent group. Exactly. So, you know, you talk about hierarchy and you talk about like we, we, we're under the crown now. Murphy's looking for another extension of his emergency powers because of the Omicron, the Florona or whatever. He wants to extend his emergency powers another 90 days. So we don't have legislators anymore. Yeah. We only have one branch of the government. Yeah, rubber stampers. Right. Because all of the judges that were appointed are all... Democrats, the majority, and they're all beholden to the executive branch. Are there any, other than, let's say, Ocean County or Sussex County, are there any, maybe Cape May County, uh, are there any uh, Republican judges in the state? A few, but they have to be careful. And don't forget, the only jobs they get Cases yeah, right. they get are what yeah. the assignment judges give them. Right, exactly. And every county has a, a politically appointed yeah. assignment judge yeah. that's a Democrat. So they, they're neutered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They're neutered. Yeah. So, you know, he's calling this, this is Murphy. He loves his words. It's We're experiencing an Omicron tsunami. <laughs> well, it, it, it is, but and we talk, we've talked about that. I know, I know. And, and it's going to get worse for the next two, uh, another three weeks, and then it's going to drop like a rock. So every time the Democratic majority gives him another extension of his emergency powers, they can sit around. They don't have to do anything. Hmm. Everything's on him. Yeah, right. 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 That's that's really what what's what's going on. It's like the king, the king's decree. His emergency powers. But right now it's not going good. Some Democrats seem to be pushing back and do not want Governor Jack-O-Lantern on methamphetamine uh, to to have emergency powers extended <laughs> he does, again. He does look like a jack-o'-lantern on crack. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, a little survey for you, because you know how everybody's going to Florida. Everybody's going to Texas, right? Annual moving survey. The top five outbound states, United Van Lines again, huh? are run, yeah are run by Democrats. Yep. And United Van Lines annual moving survey just came out. Guess guess which state is number one? We're always number one. New Jersey. <laughs> Those involved in move seventy percent fled New Jersey compared to just 30% who moved in. We all know the one that moved in or the ones that moved from New York because they wanted a little more open space. And yeah, or Rhode Island, some of the places COVID. like that, yeah. yeah. And some of the people that moved into New Jersey moved in for the free shit. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Oh, absolutely. Those are illegals in there, too. Yeah. The second tier. Right, right. The second place came in with Illinois. 67.5% fled. 32% moved in. Of course, New York. Usually New York is number two, but New York made number three this time. 63% out, 37% moving in. So they're not replacing. And it's all high income earning people that are mobile that can do this. Oh, absolutely. Connecticut was next. And then California was after that. California was 60-40. All the money. Okay. All the, all the yes. money is picking up and going. So as Americans fled blue states amid increasing mandates and power-hungry municipalities, they escaped to rural and less densely populated states. Republican-led states like Vermont, South Dakota, South Carolina, Virginia, and Florida made up the top five inbound states in that order. Texas isn't even on the top five, by the way. Vermont is Republican now? Uh, it's not Republican. It's more independent. All right. Okay. It's a re- you have Sununu is a Republican. Oh no, Sununu is New Hampshire, right? New Hampshire, yeah. I don't even know who the governor of Vermont. I is. I don't either. But, yeah, it used to be Bernie Sanders. So, but listen to this, Sandy. When moving into the states, ref- residents often opt for less densely populated areas as well. For example, instead of incoming Florida, Floridians moving like to Orlando or Miami, they chose Punta Gorda and Sarasota, West Coast. Okay. Mm. Uh, so this is, again, United Van Lines, and this is what Murphy and their ilk want. They want these people out because they want to create welfare states, high crime welfare states, uh, yeah. just get as much federal money as they can, right. get as much state taxes they can by whatever corporations are left, and go woke while they continue to go broke. That's, yep. that's what we yep. stand in. But it's all hierarchy now. I'm not going to use the word entitlement anymore. Our elected officials are not our public servants. They've become our public masters. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on a second. <clears throat> so this is some of the stuff that goes on. Now, Austin, we know, is a hotbed of liberalism, right? Oh, yeah. So Texas used to be a red state. But now it's becoming a purple state and eventually become a blue state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a sexual predator. Stuff like this gets me banned all the time. Hold on a second. I got to try to find this video. You don't hear anything, do you? I don't. I do. There it is. Um, A convicted sexual predator arrested in Austin, Texas for felony sexual assault of a child. Oh. Had his bond reduced from a million dollars to $50,000. Oh, that's much more reasonable. Okay. And some of the people are outraged, and basically the judge and the public defender were like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> so the sex offender made bail, and he's back out on the street now. Oh, well, and good. the first thing he did was he sent pictures <laughs> of his penis to a minor. Okay. Yeah, of course. All right. Yeah. Uh, so this was is it the what, judge's uh, daughter the, that he uh, sent it to? I or? talk all the time about start, 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 start judging the judges, yeah. right? And but this is what Austin wants. They want to become the next Seattle. There is a race between district attorneys and prosecutors and politicians to go as woke as possible yeah. and completely ruin the cities that they live in. Oh yeah. So. Manhattan now has, again, he was voted in. This guy was voted in. Uh, Manhattan's new DA has uh, (laughs) ordered his prosecutors to stop seeking prison sentences for hordes of criminals and to downgrade felony charges in cases involving armed robberies, drug dealing, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Okay, so armed robberies. Here's what he says, that if you just point a gun at somebody's head, it not, should not be considered a felony. Oh, okay. Um, unless it's you or I. Yeah, so this is Bragg's memo. This is the memo he sent to his prosecutors. Unbelievable. Armed robbers who use uh, guns or other deadly weapons to stick up stores and other businesses will be prosecuted only for petty larceny, oh a misdemeanor. God. Okay. Correct, correct, correct. Armed robbery, a Class B felony, would typically be punishable by a maximum of 25 years in prison, while petty larceny is uh, no, lo- no more than 364 days in prison. And we have to wait for the crackhead's finger to, to, to jerk on the trigger and kill someone before we maybe upgrade the charge? Is that what? Correct. Oh. The next one, convicted criminals caught with weapons. Oh, by the way, uh, George Soros donated a million dollars to this guy's campaign fund. Of course he did. Which got him elected. 
convicted. Yep. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. But next, convicted criminals caught with weapons other than guns will have those felony charges downgraded to misdemeanors unless they're also charged with more serious offenses. Now, are they going to handle law-abiding citizens this way? I wonder in New York because remember, Bragg stop and frisk. If, if you had a if you had a pocket knife with a clip, uh, you, you, there was cause for, probable cause for stopping and frisking. We went from that to this now. Sandy, you can't even make this up. You ready for this one? Burglars who steal from residential areas are parts of homes that aren't accessible to a living area. And businesses located in mixed-use buildings will be prosecuted for a low-level Class D felony that only covers break-ins instead of any more serious crimes. So if he breaks into your garage or a basement, it's going to be a lower-level crime, as long as they didn't break into the house where there's a living area. Yeah, how do you even define this? Who sits down and makes this shit up? I know. And and, and where in the city of New York uh, do you have... Uh, external buildings. Well, he's what he's doing is now he's given a playbook for the criminals on how they can rob oh, businesses. Yeah, oh, of and course, stuff. yeah, right, exactly. So right. when a business closes at night, you and I could smash the plate glass window and take everything, and it's going to be a misdemeanor. Right. So this we is can what do he's doing. Time after time. Welcome yeah. to San Francisco. Welcome to Portland. Welcome to. You Seattle. see how well it's working there. Yeah, it's working great. Drug dealers to believe believed to be acting as a low level agent or seller will be prosecuted only for misdemeanor possession. So if you're dealing now, you only get charged with possession. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you like that? Oh my God. Okay. A dis- assistant district attorney should use their judgment and experience to evaluate the person arrested and identify people who suffer from mental illness, who are unhoused. I never heard that word before. Unhoused. So if you're homeless, you're unhoused. Unhoused, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who commit crimes of poverty or who suffer from sus- substance abuse orders. Crimes of poverty? Yes. So I'm a junkie or I'm poor and I broke it. All right, go home. You're okay. The cops are really going to want to do their jobs. In the most poverty-stricken nations in the world, (sighs) crime is still crime and still punished very harshly. So the president of the police union said, in Bragg's Manhattan, you can resist arrest, deal drugs, obstruct, obstruct arrest, and even carry a gun and get away with it. Unless you're a law-abiding citizen on your way to the target range. So the the PBA president, Patrick Lynch, said, our officers don't want to be sent out to enforce these laws if the district attorneys aren't going to prosecute them. Right, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're finally starting to wake up here. Yeah, you're right. Okay, a Manhattan police supervisor said this identical platform has not worked in San Francisco, Chicago, Philadelphia, Baltimore, and Portland. No shit. And those are, by the way, those are all Soros uh, prosecutors. And all cities where you really don't want to be, uh, even during the day. Sisson, he was elected to enforce these laws. If he wanted to change them, he should have ran for political office. Well, guess what? It's too late now, ladies and gentlemen. You get what you pay for. Again, though, Soros Mm -hmm. bought that position for him, and he's beholden to him. And the idiots in the city of Manhattan elected this guy, as they did here in New Jersey with Murphy. Correct. So let's talk about what Soros is doing to our country. Larry Krasner, Philadelphia's liberal DA. This is the one that now they've broken all the records of 535 murders. Mm. This is the one where past mayor uh, of uh, of New York, of Philadelphia, Nutter, came out. And he's a lib. He came out and said, this is crazy. I know. Okay. <laughs> this is this is the libs lib, Nutter. Yes. San Francisco, Chessie Boudin, Boudin, another one, got rid of cash bail, got rid of everything, stopped prosecuting pop, uh, prosecution, uh, prostitution, camping on the streets, public urination, and other quality of life crimes. And no one can live in San Francisco anymore except for the dregs. And then you have Marilyn Mosby, who is in Baltimore's top prosecutor, another Soros back. Her refusal to prosecute a number of low level crimes as homicides have soared and prompted Republican Governor Larry Hogan to order an investigation into whether her office should continue to receive state funds. Oh, yeah. And then remember Kim Fox in Chicago? Mm-hmm. She was the one with Jussie Smollett and right, uh, right. a million other cases where she uh, was prosecuting nobody. Her and Lori Lightfoot have taken Chicago from a war zone to the ultimate war zone now. Yeah. I don't, you, just when you think it couldn't get any worse, Chicago has gotten worse. And then the worst of all is L.A.'s George Gascon. 
this guy was every district attorney under him in L.A. district signed a vote of no confidence letter. Wow. Every one of his people have no confidence in him. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So he told everybody they're not prosecuting any crimes. And he's being attacked because uh, kids are being killed and the killers are getting out of prison because he's not prosecuting them. Oh, my God. I mean, how do you, how do you continue to live in cities like this? That that's why they're they're fleeing Los Angeles like it's it's going out of style. And other the more conservative ocean ocean uh, ocean county, uh, Orange County uh, towns and cities are 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 catching all the people fleeing L.A. All right, but not to be topped. You know, Chicago has aldermen's right. Alderman Michelle Smith of Ward Forty Three. <laughs> In Chicago, she says, let's say you live in a neighborhood that has seen a significant surge in armed robberies during which offenders were targeting up to eight people at a time, frequently pistol whipping their victims and even firing shots during their crimes. Now, let's say you happen to see or hear someone being robbed near you. What are some reasonable things you can do? Call 911, right? Right. Sounds good. Try to get a photo of the robbers or a photo of their car from a safe distance, right? How about this? How about Alderman Michelle Smith says that you should run towards the robbery while blowing a whistle to attract attention, and it should scare the robbers away. Yeah, because they'll never be able to shoot those guns with that whistle going off. This is like something out of the onion. Wait, Smith announced that she was bringing back, who knew we even had this before, but she's bringing back the Whistle Stop program, which she said helped fight crime in Lincoln Park during the 70s. Okay, the Whistle Stop program follows these rules. If you find yourself in a suspicious situation or witness a crime, blow your whistle. If you hear a whistle, call the police and then move towards the source while blowing your own whistle. can't make this shit up. That's ridiculous. She says it allows people to come to the victim's aid, forces the offender to flee, oh, and helps the police pinpoint the location of the crime. Yeah, because they're going to find the slumped over body with right. the whistle in its ass. <laughs> exactly. Where did, where did this happen? Right here. See the lady down here with her drawers pulled down and that red whistle with the right. string sticking out of her ass? Easy, That's exactly where we have. We can, we can draw that white chalk outline. It's very easy now because we heard the whistle. Some of her crime-fighting ideas she's had over the years. As Election Day neared in 2019, Smith claimed that police manpower in the two districts that serve her ward had increased by 136 officers over the past year, when in fact it only increased by 78. Okay. Uh, Great results. Let me see. Facebook community concerns. Uh, Oh, she says we could lay off police and not have police, but the criminals won't know we have less police, so we can can refer to them as the invisible police. What? Yeah, she's fun. Oh, my God. She's fun. She needs to be robbed. That'll change her tone right away. Uh You know, not a family member or friend. She needs to be robbed. I wonder if she carries a whistle. (laughs) Run towards it, (laughs) blowing a whistle. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. I I just... It's the first thing that pops into my mind. I just, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around I, it. No, you can't. I just, I, I can't. If, if you even begin to make sense out of that, it's time to lie down and wait till did, the drugs wear off. Did you know that since the pandemic started, the billionaires have gotten richer by $350 oh, billion yeah. dollars in the past two years? Oh, yeah. $350 billion. Dollars. Because they have been the ones in control of the shadow government. You know, some things I just read, American greatness, six cultish things globalist elites want you to look forward to in 2022 and beyond. And some of them really ring, ring a bell uh, of something you would talk about. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Yep. You see all these billionaires and they're, they're all buying up housing mm-hmm. and apartments because they want you to rent. They don't want anybody to have any skin in a game. That's what's driving up the price of real estate and pricing the average people out of, of 
um, out of the market in, in so many rural areas. Correct. So all of the globalists are pushing for that. They're also pushing for a global price on carbon to make fossil fuels history, which I don't understand because Germany just shut down their last three nuclear reactors, and now they buy all of their gas from Russia. And China builds a new uh, coal-fired power plant every single week. Yes. There you go. Yes. The next thing they want, Sandy, which really scares me, is public-private partnerships. That's a frightening thing. Yeah, it has fast become a yeah. euphemism, euphemism for a billionaire class taking over both national yep. government and the entire private sphere of life. They own the media. That, that is exactly what China has done. Yes. If you take a look at the Chinese economy, Chinese economy is not capitalistic by any stretch of the imagination. It is a public-private partnership where the government funds it, you run it, and your partners. And uh, it is only the oligarchs and the uh, bureaucrats who will ever, ever have power. 100%. So look it up. Public-private partnership, ladies and gentlemen, because that's what they want. You're not going to own anything, and the Ogliarchs are going to run and own everything in this country. And we're close. We're at 246 years. If you read uh, The Rise and Fall or that PDF I posted last week, we're spot on. Yep. yep we're yep, we're yep. ready for our demise. And this get, has get been ready world, for it. <clears throat> this has been the goal of the World Economic Forum for many, many years, and they've just been waiting for this pandemic. We've talked about this. War pestilence and and um and pandemics uh are the things that change boundaries currencies powers uh structures and they knew it this is nothing new uh and they are using it now to gain what they have always had with dreams about you know the other thing is limiting our transportation by having self-driving cars, by limiting how mm -hmm. much fuel we have. Yep. We will have to walk everywhere, which will limit the amount of area you can spend your life in and limit your mobility, which means limiting your freedom. And force you back to the cities, away from the suburbs <clears throat> and away from rural areas where they can control everything about what you eat, uh, where you go. Uh, look at China. Yep. And the next thing is... Uh, um, Digital identities, which we talk about this all the time, yeah. like vaccine passports, yep. Yep. facial recognition, yep. Yep. all right, uh, social passports or yep. whatever, a QR2 code carried by every human. You know, we used to joke years ago about having a chip implanted. Yep. It's not far-fetched anymore. No, it's not. Uh-uh. All right, so that's next. And then the next thing is they're pushing us, obviously, to eat less meat under the guise of saving the planet. <laughs> Right. So some joke. correct the, the arrogance of people who think that we as human beings can control uh, uh, climate that we can actually there's something we can do one way or the other to control climate when climate has always changed and uh, ask the dinosaurs. Wait, oh, can't. Sorry, they're gone. But oh, it must have been those SUVs and coal fired power plants. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so the elites are taking over now. You know, every year they go through this Twitter purge. And uh, what's her name? I'm not a huge fan of her, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, she tweeted some government stats uh, about coronavirus, and Twitter got rid of her completely. And, I'm sad to say I don't even know who she is. All right, well, she's a, a assemblywoman, a congresswoman. But here's the deal, Sandy. She had, like, a million followers or something. Uh, the left is cheering that she was permanently banned oh, great. from from Twitter. Yeah. And that is a sad thing in our country when the left and the media, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, they're cheering that a public office holder has been banned by a private party. Obviously, Twitter is a private company. We know all this deal, whatever, communication, everything. I and still think they should be <laughs> shut down. Me too, but that's... Uh, it's nothing but a cesspool for the left. It, 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 yeah. It's an echo chamber. Blue checks all saying the same thing, waiting for somebody to me like the post when I used to have an account so that they could go through their uh, bullshit, you know? Right. It's, it's all a bunch of bullshit. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's amazing, amazing, amazing uh, what we have to deal with, you know? Uh, so they can ban anybody they want, and every year they do this purge. And it's funny because uh, the left 
uh, doesn't say anything, and the right always says, we're going to do something about it. They're not going to do shit about it. <laughs> Half of their campaign funds it. come from big tech, That's too. That's for sure. They're all sitting around talking about us laughing worth billions of dollars. Nobody really gives a shit about us. Again, the hierarchy is strong. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to get disinvited to Jeff Bezos' party. Of course. The not. only one who's upstarting anything is Elon Musk. But even him, he's – I don't trust him either. I oh, love the way he quotes shit and does shit sometimes, but I don't trust him. No, I don't trust. I don't trust a, any of them. Elon Musk has always been a major lefty. He used to be the 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 poster child of the left, and then all of a sudden it turned. Uh, but come on, I mean, he's worth three hundred billion. He can do whatever you know, he wants. He's worth three hundred billion because we financed every damn thing he did. The government financed yes. it. He attacks the government. He right. got rich because right. of the government. Exactly right. Yep. 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 It's bullshit. Right. $100,000 per car that he, he that he sells is paid for by the government, meaning you and I, and I don't own a freaking electric Tesla. <clears throat> Let me ask you something. We're going to get into this in a little bit, but uh, I-95, people were stuck for 27 hours. If you had an electric car, how does that happen? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just sits there, though, right? It doesn't use anything, so maybe the battery. No, Who like, serious. Knows? Don't you need to keep warm? I guess it has would, to yeah. run so right. you can keep. I don't have an electric car. Uh, anybody out there, if you left with either a full charge or you left with half a half a charge, a charge yeah. if you were stuck out there for 15 to 27 hours, how does this work? And if you completely run out, then you just got to wait to be towed, right? I, I again, I don't know. People yeah. are going to run out of gas. And how much time do we have in this segment? We've got uh, about four minutes. Okay, so we're not going to get into that yet. Uh, you know, we're having matches now here uh, because we have four ranges and we can do anything we want now, which is a beautiful thing. And uh, so the first one is we're, we're, we're hosting. So I want you, I'm going to question you on this, Sandy. We're hosting for Glock, the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation matches. Nice. So when I post it, and the web page to register and sign up, you also must be a member of GSSF, which is like $35. You can win guns and everything, all right? The web page is gunforhire.com forward slash Glock. Now, when I post this, that we are hosting Glock Shooting Sports Foundation matches for Glock, why do I have to respond to 50 people on why they can't shoot something other than a Glock? And why is it just for Glocks? <laughs> Can someone just, can someone to, put a pillow really, over my I, head? I really do have to hold my tongue because I cannot I cannot respond to that. <laughs> Why Glocks? I have an H and K. Why can't I shoot an H and K? Well, this is sponsored by Glock Shooting Sports Foundation. We're hosting it. If Sig Sauer has a shooting sports foundation or H and K has a shoot, you can no problem with that, right? But I can't. Please, somebody help me. Please, please, somebody help me. And then the next haterade. Single digit IQs. We're doing this uh, like twice a month for three months during the week. I have four ranges, and I'm slowest during the week. So we're committing a whole range to it. Other ranges can't do what we do. They got to squeeze you in a couple of ports in and out. So what's the next haterade? This is how it's written, and this is how I see it. Why are you not having the matches on weekends for us people that work? So I'm only having the matches during the week for people that don't work right. at 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. Right, right. Okay, so I apologize for that. There's but this thing called after work. Weekends are my busy time, and it's hard to commit an Mine entire too. range... Yes, it's hard to commit an entire range for stuff like this. Right. All right. Right. So, anyway, an entire range. You're shutting yes. down an entire range. Yes. So, gunforhire.com forward slash Glock. I encourage all of you to check it out. Now, bring your Smith and Wesson M and P. Yeah, you'll be thrown out. <laughs> uh, we also just posted online. You guys are the first to hear it. The 22 rifle leagues are starting. Now, before the Haterade starts, these are iron sight guns with a fiber optic front post, 
I have 12 guns. There's 10 ports. It's my guns, my ammo, my range. This is a beginner league. It's the Gun for Hire 22LR Fun Gun League. You can't bring your own gun. You can't bring a trick gun. You can't bring a race gun. You can't bring a red dot. You can't bring a scope. You can't bring this. You can't bring that. You can't bring this. You can't bring that. Shooting the way it's meant to be. This is a beginner league. Right. All right. It's a beginner league. So for all of you out there, registration should be open by now. If it's not, Matt will get on it. But it's gunforhire.com forward slash number two, number two, 2222. That's all you have to know. Gunfire.com forward slash 22 to stand for the 22 league. So what am I doing with this 22 league? There will be 12 scheduled matches for 12 weeks, and we will use the best 10 out of 12. So you could miss two weeks if you want to. You're going to shoot 30 rounds of ammo each match. We will provide the rifle, ammo, iron ear protection, and targets if needed. We're going to shoot at 50 feet. We're using an NRA-style 50-foot target, all right? These matches are intended to be a turnkey solution to simple, fun, and affordable precision rifle matches. If this grows, then we are going to introduce matches where people can bring their own guns where people can shoot with a red dot where people can shoot with a scope or whatever this is to get new people into shooting so you people out there that have a twelve thousand dollar ruger 1022 <laughs> and you're itching to shoot it in a match those days will be coming this is so uh, my guys like like uh my guys like uh, yali elkin can come with his three daughters Right. He can shoot in the league, and his three daughters can shoot right. in the league. Exactly. We are charging $150, Sandy, for 12 weeks. It includes the ammo as wow. well. That's a At the end deal. of the 12 weeks, we are going to have a party with awards, like a pizza party or something. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. On this page, gunforhire.com forward slash 22, there's a PDF manual you can click on that Henry Hahn and a bunch of other people went through. The entire match information, course of fire, rules, regulations, everything is on that page. It is literally phenomenal. My, my, my guys did a great job. Henry, kudos. Henry's been running scouts for years, so this was in his wheelhouse. Oh, now we're going to have, <clears throat> real quick, we're going to have four categories, right? The first class is the young guns category. Any shooter between the ages of 8 and 12. Age requirement is allowed as soon as the child turns 8 and no older than 12 at the time of the first match. So they could turn 13 over the 12 weeks, but they're going to compete there, all right? Now, they have to come with a parent or guardian who must be present with the shooter who will take responsible for the actions of the young gun. If you're going to bring somebody, shoot in the match as well. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Next age class is 13 to 17. This is the know-it-all class. Age requirement is allowed as soon as the child turns, and a parent or guardian must be present, okay? Then we have the adult class, ages 18 to 55, all right? Uh, then we have the OG class. OG class is ages 56 to sarcophagus. <laughs> Age requirement is allowable as soon as the shooter turns 56 and must be alive at the time <laughs> of the first match of the season. It's going to rule some of us out. <laughs> So gunforhire.com forward slash 22, gunforhire.com forward slash Glock. Yes, we want to do IDPA. Yes, we want to do USPSA. Yes, we want to do open matches and everything. And it's all going to be coming in the next six to eight months. This is our starter. This is our segue into leagues and competitions and matches. It's going to be fun for all. So lighten up. fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square. Open the lid and drop the ship bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters. No problem. Just set it to high, 
and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. Next week's show, we're going to go over a full dissertation on alarm systems and cameras, okay? I can't believe the input I've gotten from people, and I have to digest it all. Lou M., Lou Maffey, unbelievable. Unbelievable, the input you gave me, and I want to dedicate a show to it for the learning. So, Lou, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, cameras are really good. You know, I have that doorbell cam. Yeah. And Tuesday, there was black ice. Even though all ice matters, <laughs> there was black ice on Tuesday. And I stepped outside at 916 with Rex. And when I tell you, I fell. I put two feet on the ice, Sandy, and both my feet went straight up in the air. And I came down, <laughs> and I landed it on my non-existent ass <laughs> and my right elbow. And luckily, I had a puffer jacket on. Yeah. And it made me, uh, it broke my fall. But I sent Sandy a still photo of it. None of you will ever see the video, okay? Because it does not look choreographed. No, it does not. It looks like I was shot from a cannon. Pretty much, yeah. All right, so listen up. The lockers are being delivered as we speak, Sandy. So I'm, I'm watching the lockers being delivered in the warehouse right now. That's great. So within a week, we'll have the lockers open. Within the next uh, month, we'll have the retail and swag area, which is going to kind of look like a Harley dealer where we're going to put wearables and mugs and stuff. And then, of course, within three months, the gun store will be open. It will be gun the gun store at Gun for Hire. It'll be open in two to three months. It's going to be 2,200-square-foot multi-line dealer, um, ammo deals, buyer's club. We're going to have safes and, you know, storage options. And we're also going to be doing Cerakoting. We're going to be doing gun design. We're going to have a gun design area where you can come in because, you know, Matt is extremely artistic. So mm. if you want to Cerakote your gun or do anything special or custom on your gun, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Marty's V-Burger is up and running, martysvburger.com. Mention Gun for Hire, get 20% off. Order your stuff and pick it up at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. I think it's important. John Petrolino's book, uh, Decoding Firearms, uh, is available on Amazon. It's also available here. John is also on Substack now, and he's going to be writing other stuff that's not only gun-related but liberty-related. Stay tuned for more information. Is Evan he out Nap to sea right now? Or yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, he's out to lunch. I don't know if he's out to sea. <laughs> The Gun Lawyer Podcast by Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Please check it out. The Quarantine Crawl. I added a few more businesses to the Quarantine Crawl this week, a couple more gyms and another restaurant. By the way, when we run the 22 leagues, we're going to have some of the Quarantine Crawl vendors like the dessert ladies and a little cake and uh, Mr. Cupcakes there uh, with their wares, by the way. So it's going to be a nice thing for all of us. How do those lockers work? How are they going to work? You can rent them for like 40 or $50 a month. Mm -hmm. uh, you, anything, any firearm or firearms-related goods you can put in there, you will have key card access to your locker during our 80 hours a week that we are open. How many guns can you fit in a the locker? Long, the long, the, the, the large locker, you could probably fit 20 guns. Wow. And the, uh, the small locker is only for handguns. You could probably fit 10 handguns in it. Wow. Yes. That's so, quite a deal. Uh, yeah, the lockers are here, so check it out. You have to sign a one-year contract. You must be a member of the range. It works better legally, per Evan Knappen. Mm -hmm. um, don't forget, um, also, 
my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Al Hayes ordered 10 books last week and five books this week, Sandy. Wow. He is by the champion, number one. Al and Calvin, I love you guys. Uh, new sponsor, Dr. Joe Sambatero, Optimal Health Wellness nj.com so sandy had a little conversation with the doc he asked about you every day by the way Sandy. he's he a very good man you. and a very good doctor I, I mean and it's hard to find those two together and it look if if you are uh in a position <clears throat> to uh want decent health care and have more of a private sort of a relationship with your doctor this is the way to go it is really truly the way of the future to have your own concierge physician. So it's OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. So I left here Saturday night last week. I wasn't feeling, I was feeling under the weather. Sunday morning I woke up, all my joints hurt. I had a headache <clears throat> and my head was congested. So I'm like, all right, I must have Omicron. So I told my wife, get out of the bedroom. I'm gonna quarantine. I checked, I had no fever. Well, th that's uh, with Omicron, a fever is you don't present with a fever. So I, I texted Dr. Joe Sunday about 930 in the morning, and he says, check this, check this, check that. All right, keep me posted. He goes, uh, I want you to get tested as soon as possible. He goes, but I'll prescribe a couple of things for you. He, he just, all of a sudden, I got an alert a half hour later from my CVS in Cedar Grove that now, my see, prescriptions were ready. This is, this is the difference between that and sitting in a clinic and waiting. Yeah, so Tracy went and picked them up. She got an instant test. I tested negative. That was Sunday. I texted the doc. I texted negative. He goes, well, you could have the flu. <laughs> yeah. The regular flu. <laughs> when I tell you I had the chills and the shivers, my teeth were chattering. Yeah. All day I stayed in bed, bundled up. Monday, I went to uh, Tri-Town Health right up here on Browertown Road from the range. I did a walk-in. I got tested. I came back negative. Mm -hmm. So I did not have uh, corona. I didn't want to come back to work unless I was tested, right? Yeah, sure. I tested negative. Dr. Joe texts me every day to make sure I'm okay and follow up. But again, I text him. He texts me back. Half hour later, my prescriptions are ready to be picked up. Try that with it's, your it's own primary worth, care doctor. See yeah, what happens. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. It's he's worth it. I texted him when I slipped on the ice. He asked me like what my symptoms were. Did I hit my head? Do I did this? You know, it's just it's mm -hmm. just good to have around, and you don't know it until you have it. But everybody should have uh, something like this. Seriously. This is the kind of Think care you it. want for your family, whether you have a sick child in the middle of the night or or or, or yourself. Uh, this is the type of thing that really truly is. The difference between good quality medical care, which almost does not exist on the open market anymore, because hospitals have bought up all the medical practices. Very, very few physicians yep. are in private practice or can afford yep. to be in private practice. The best ones go for uh, a, a, re a personal relationship with their, with their patients. His goal is 250 clients. Yeah. All right. And that's where he's going to stop. And I'm glad and happy to say i'm one of the first 10 where uh, i'm telling you right now your your primary care doctor whoever they may be they may be wonderful but they are having to deal with a minimum of 2500 to 3000 patients in order just to open the door yep that's gonna that is the difference between personal care and production line care so optimal health wellness nj.com get your asses in gear check them out george why i want to know what your experience was because dr joe is going to his house and taking care of all four of them giving them physicals with his portable ekg the whole thing and setting them all up with the concierge medicine so uh enough of that we love you dr joe thank you for being so responsive thank you for caring about sandy's health even though he's an asshole oh sorry <laughs> Uh, Rich McBride. Inside that, voice. Inside yes, voice. This is learning now. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, first, we're going to talk about I-95. Then we're going to talk some, about some air tags. So first thing, Richie McBride, Mr. Calandro. I'm watching Fox News, and they're showing I-95 in Virginia with thousands of cars. Uh, I wonder uh, how many of them have read Crime Proof and are prepared. I have my copy, page 86. You are right, Rich McBride. He's right. Listen, remember I, was, I told you guys this story years ago. Me and Ron DeBacco were in Whippany. I had a Mitsubishi Montero, and we left work at 3 o'clock because there was a heavy snowstorm. Mm. We got back to Belleville 2 a.m. 
<laughs> 3 o'clock in the afternoon until 2 a.m., 11 hours in the car. We were lucky. An SUV came by, and the Red Cross gave us, like, uh, an apple and a cheese sandwich and a bottle of water. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they had the Red Cross come out. Um, so uh, another art one was from uh, Mike, uh, Mike La, La, I'm just going to say Mike L. C., he wrote, it would be a great subject matter for the show to promote your awesome book. We've talked, you've talked about winter safety for years. He's another one. I wonder how many Tesla owners suffered from dead batteries and no heat. I need answers from you electric car people, not yeah, just right, Teslas. Right, right, right. What would happen in that situation? So Mike said, when my daughter went to school in Columbia, South Carolina, I always had another five-gallon can of gas bungee corded inside the trailer, nice all-day secure just in case. What to do if you're trapped in your car during a snowstorm? We all know there's certain things, but in my book, I talk about this all the time. It's on page 86. You, you better have a blanket in your car. If you have yeah. a bug-out bag, you know, yeah. is your phone completely charged? So get my book, crimeproofbook.com, and, and read it. We can go over it another time, but I've been having a ton of fun with these apple air tags and i want to tell you something right now what i'm talking about is just a small microchasm because apple's getting all the rap but there's so many other geo tracking devices mm -hmm. out there that yeah. don't chirp that don't make yep. noise that don't alert your phone that right. you're being followed right apple has tried to make this as stalker proof uh, as possible stalker proof yeah. as possible but it's not happening so so scott here scott schneier who's our it guy and also uh takes care of uploading the show every week etc cetera, etc cetera, he traveled to california and back and he bought a couple of air tags so last week he said here take one of my air tags and 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 play with it and you know see what happens so i took his air tag he doesn't know it but i kept it in my prison purse Nice. While, while I had it, yeah. yeah. So uh, I kept his AirTag, but now I pimped his AirTag out. I gave his AirTag to Andre here, who mm -hmm. has an Android phone. And then Andre had it for two days, and he gave it to Gabe, who has an Air, Android phone. Because if you don't have the, an the, the Android app that tracks the AirTag, you don't know that the AirTag's with you. There's a video on YouTube that, it, that shows you in four minutes how to take the chirping device out of an air tag. Wow. Then the Rabbi David Bendori sent me a book, basically, uh, two huge emails about air tags. Thank you so much. John McConnell sent me a ton of stuff. George O. sent me a ton of stuff detecting air tags on an, on, on an air tag. And Brad Hendricks, holy shit, sent me a ton of stuff. This is like a whole book by itself of this tracking stuff. So, so Sandy, so I had this uh, air tag. I just got an alert now that it's tracking me. So I had this AirTag, and uh, first thing I get is AirTag found moving with you, okay? Okay. So the next thing I get is a, I open it up, and it says, your current location can be seen by the owner of this AirTag. This AirTag may be attached to an item you are borrowing. If this AirTag is not familiar to you, you can disable it and stop sharing your location. Oh. And then I look at the map, and it shows me where the AirTag started <laughs> following me. Holy crap. So I could go, oh, it, here it is at Gun for Hire. This is where Scott gave me the AirTag. Yeah. So on a map, it shows me where the AirTag was attached to me. Wow. Then the next thing, it says, bring your iPhone near the AirTag. And I brought my iPhone near the AirTag, and it said about this AirTag. And blah, 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 blah. And the owner is three stars. Three stars, six five six eight. That six five six eight happens to be the last four digits of Scott's cell phone number. How did I find that? I went into my contacts and I just typed six five six eight, and three people have that last four digits of their phone in my contacts, hmm. and I knew it was Scott, so I put two and two together. And then the next thing it, Apple gives you is how to disable the AirTag. Push down and twist counterclockwise on the back of the AirTag. Take the cover off and remove the battery. Once you remove the battery, the location of this AirTag is no longer visible by its owner. It's kind of uncanny. So Andre hooked the tracker up, and he found out that like six people in his neighborhood within 18 feet of his house have AirTags. Now, I can see putting an AirTag in your car. Yeah, 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 sure. If you have a classic car, I'd put an AirTag under the rug. If it oh, got stolen, you'd be sure. able to find it, right? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, when you think about the opportunities, you know, there's so many things you can use an AirTag for. So I just want to go through some rundowns. So some of it is from Bendori. Now, some of the stuff that the rabbi sent me, I can't share uh, uh, publicly. But 
you know, he wrote the way an AirTag works is that Apple devices will by default detect the presence of AirTags. The Apple OS then uses your device location and your Wi-Fi or cellular connection to report the location of the tag. What does this mean? If you've lost your wallet or your keys and you've got an AirTag attached, that's great. Whenever someone with an Apple device passes by your wallet, you'll be notified of your AirTag location. This is an intended legitimate use. The person who owns the Apple device will ne never even know that they found your lost item for Jeez, you. Wow. Yeah, they leapfrog off of each other. Yeah, he yeah. wrote, I'm skipping some details, such as if they get a notification because the AirTag moved with them. But you get the idea. So, yes, yeah, Scott, uh, Scott was saying that if you're in traffic and a car next to you has an AirTag, you're in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic for like five minutes, you'll get an alert that it looks like an AirTag is following you. Oh, wow. All right, so if you got an Android, none of this is And you is don't any... have to do anything with your with your no. iPhone? You just... Nope. Huh. It just lets you know. I didn't do anything with my phone. Scott gave me the thing, and about 20 minutes later, it started chirping, and uh, I was getting alerts on my phone that uh, that I was being followed by, wow. uh, by an app. Yeah, and I had it in my prison purse, so the chirping tickled. Yeah, well, I <laughs> so, intentionally. The rabbi writes, got an Android? None of this has anything to do with you. So you don't care unless you decide to install Apple's Track Detect app from the Google Play Store, and now you can play along too. But now that criminals are using hidden AirTags as tracking devices, your own Apple device is now a homing device for your new friend. If you have installed Tracker Detect, your Android device is now a homing device for your new friend. So you're helping people, too, when you install the Track Detect. Not only are you helping your stalker, but you're helping other people track their keys, lost keys and stuff. So this is his thoughts on what to do if you get an alert of a nearby item. Figure out if the item is stationary or if it's following you. If it's stationary or you in a public place, someone likely lost something and is likely legitimate use. If you are driving or otherwise mobile, such it is clear that the AirTag is following you, my first suggestion is to shut off Bluetooth and our location services on your phone. With that done, the device can't report your location. Good point, Rabbi. Only its last known location, which is where you were when you shut these off. But you aren't safe until you locate the tag. Keep in mind that if you drive home and pull into the garage where some family member has an Apple device in the house, their device will pick up the tag and report its location. So listen, so if there's four people in a car, three have iPhones, and one has a, a, an Android, if you're the only one to shut your Bluetooth off, the other three are going to be pinging your location. Okay? Uh -huh. Right? Uh, he wrote, your standard device about driving to the police station is in order. That's always a default for all of our listeners out there. If you're talking to your kids or loved ones, if they feel they're being tracked, drive to a police station. Pull into the parking lot. Stay in the car with the doors locked. Call 911. Say, I am in the back of the police station in a green Toyota. I'm sitting there with the car running. I'm being tracked by an, an air tag, and I'm freaking out. They'll send the cop out, okay? So... So my best suggestion, if you think your car is tagged, Ben Dory says, immediately turn off Bluetooth and location services. Drive to the police station or some other safe location. Once you are protected, turn on Bluetooth and location and force the tag to it re reveal itself by playing its chirp. Give the device to police for investigation. Would love to see a bunch of big cops take the AirTag home with them and give your stalker a surprise when he shows up at your home, parentheses. <clears throat> so you can also opt out of this message. Go to settings, click on your name to enter iCloud settings, find my phone, find my network. If you opt out from find my network, your device can't be used by an AirTag. But keep in mind that as I described above, the criminal who places one on your car will still find out where you are when the car goes near someone else's device. Yeah. Okay? He goes, oh, and by the way, there are other insidious ways to do this. Okay? You got to remember, people, there's other tracking devices now like Tile and and other stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it can't be reported, okay? Um, then he's, he gave me other stuff, too, but you don't want to talk about it. Uh, George O. sent me a thing, how to detect um, for AirTags on an Android, but there are apps for that. 
John McConnell uh, sent me an article about a woman who was tracked by an, an air tag, which we talked about. This has happened uh, numerous times. And Brad Hendrick's been sending me a bunch of stuff, but uh, how they're popping up everywhere now. People are using them to track strangers. Private eyes are using them. You know, there's so many ways to to use them. This Sports Illustrated swimsuit model was at a bar in the U.K., and she tagged herself in a photo. I'm at Sandy's Bar and Grill, right? Once mm-hmm. she got home, she had an air tag in her purse. Oh, man. Okay, why? Because now she learned she'll never tag herself at a location, all right? Um, and she did a whole video. A lot of people are doing TikToks. If you have TikTok, you can search AirTag, and you will see uh, posts and stories by people. Some of them are fake. You have to be really careful, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. They put the AirTag in her coat pocket. And uh, she didn't realize it until she got home. But now, even if she turns it off, they know her home location. Yep. All right. And you can look at the map. You can see where the tag tracked you from. If anybody out there has air tags and they're using them for a, for good reason, this is a good way to test your kids. All right. If you want your kids to become hyper vigilant about an air tag, attach one to their car or their purse or something, and see how soon they turn it off. Yeah. Right. Right. Richie's in this room now. Rich, if you had an air tag stalking your daughter, how soon before she found it and smashed it? Instantaneously. Right. But that's a good lesson for kids. Right? So if he did that to his daughter at 12 years old, when she's away at college at 18 years old, she'll know the drill on that shit already. Right. She'll know that, that if that shit is tracking her, she's got to find it and smash it. But she's got to be careful because, again, even if she turns off her phone, other kids don't realize this. Oh, shit, this thing is tracking me. Let me shut my Bluetooth off. But that doesn't work. Imagine at a, comp, a college campus how many phones are Bluetoothing at the same time at a college oh, campus. Sure. You, it yeah. doesn't matter if you shut it off. You're right. still giving your location down to the foot. So, and it's bad, you know, and law enforcement can't find out who has the air tags. They need a subpoena. And, you know, Apple's not going to give the device up. No. It doesn't work that way with no. privacy laws and everything, especially if it's a terrorist that's using it. They're going to protect them oh, as yeah. much as possible. If it's, a, if it's a law-abiding citizen American who tends to vote conservatively, <laughs> they'll give the address up immediately. Yeah, they'll drive right over to the house. Correct, correct. But uh, anybody else that looks catchy or sketchy or suspicious, they're not going to do it. So, again, I'm thinking there's great things to have with this. Company car. You know, uh, if you have a driver... That works for you, right? Mm. And you have a company vehicle, there's a delivery vehicle or something, a pizzeria delivery or whatever. This shit's the best, right? He sure. won't even hear it chirp, but he'll know it's following him. Right. You know, but there's nothing they could do about it. But again, as the rabbi says, there are other devices that don't chirp. There are other devices that don't notify. So you really got to be careful. So ladies, what I recommend is, you know, um, most women when they go out, They'll carry a small purse. Am I right, Sandy? They usually trim yeah. it down, right? Because they don't want to carry that big Louis Vuitton never full with the kitchen sink in it. Well, unfortunately, the world we live in today now, maybe when you get home from the club, maybe you got to check all your pockets. Yeah. Maybe you got to take your purse and turn it upside down. Yeah, maybe. And you got to look around a little bit, a little awareness. But now we're talking about, like, let's say college campus, and we say three girls go out drinking and they have a shitload to drink and they take an Uber back home to their apartment, right? right. What's the chances when you come in the house one o'clock in the morning feeling no pain that you're going to search for a device like that? Someone's got to come up with a scanning device, I guess, that when you walk in the door, it scans you for air tags. I don't know. I'm sure the technology can be done, but you're going to see, unfortunately, a lot more rapes, abductions, kidnappings, murders, uh, crimes of passion. You know, think about this, Sandy. You have a couple that is going through a contentious divorce, and the husband is abusive. And there are people where the parents meet at a police station to swap the kids. You know, because they have to be in a a common area. So now what if I had custody of my two kids this weekend and I dropped them off? I don't know where the mother lives. I dropped them off and I put an air tag in one of my kids' book bags. Yeah. Right? Right. 
what if my girlfriend, or she, I think she's my girlfriend, she doesn't know she's my girlfriend, but she's my <laughs> girlfriend. I see where she works, and I put an air tag in her car. Right. So when she's leaving work, I can find her home address. And now tomorrow, when she comes home from work, I'll be waiting for her. This is scary shit. Yeah, it really is. All right, they, and unfortunately, with prosecutors like we have now, yeah, exactly. using an air tag is right. going to be put your hand out, but but put your hand out. Don't do it again. Right. That's basically what's going to happen. Yeah, pretty much. All right, and uh, we're all going to get screwed by this, but we need to make our loved ones uh, aware of these devices that they could be anywhere, uh, and uh, make sure our kids and our loved ones know that if they get this alert. They do something about it. I'm done. <clears throat> well, oh, you talk about your your uh, uh, charity, please. Uh, we are raising money for disabled veterans and veterans in need of memory care. Uh, we are doing it in conjunction with the Visiting Healthcare Services of Ocean County, VHS of Ocean County. You can join us, um, and you can also join Scott Wentworth, who donated $100. Thank you so much, Scott. He said, keep up the good work. Thank you, Scott. Great man. Thank uh, everybody. Please, uh, if you've got 5 bucks, 10 bucks extra, uh, we really, really need the funds. Uh, we're trying to raise about another $5,000 between now and... Oh, somewhere around May, the funds are going to run out again. So, so if we could do that, that would be wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it looks like you've done it again. Uh, you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour of listening to Gun for High Radio. Gun for High Radio is a kind of community production. The music used in this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, still on sale right now. Get your copies while they last. We love you guys. We will see you again, God willing, next week. From sea to the shine.